Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about the phenom of Saturday night's 2-1 late victory. Mr. Bradford Jameson the fourth. It's been a rocket rise for Bradford, and it looks like there's nothing to go on up, but we want to dive into what his character's like, what his progression has been, and where we see his ceiling. Joining us on the show today, once again, is LA Times sports writer Kevin Baxter. So please, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. And it starts right now. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Now, here are your hosts. Josh Gessman, and LA Galaxy insider, Adam Serrano. Welcome to another exciting show of Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I am your host, Josh Gessman. He is Mr. LA Galaxy insider, Adam Serrano. And today, as we said earlier in the uh, intro there, we're going to be talking about Bradford Jamison IV, BJIV, his rocket rise to success, his great success so far in showing, maybe what he can do for us, what he can't do for us, and of course, to help us talk about BJ... We've invited the man who got to talk to him on Saturday night, along with the rest of us. Please welcome to the show, Kevin Baxter, LA Times sports writer. Kevin, thanks for stopping by once again. Thanks for having me in. Yeah, I think you tell the band to take five there. Yeah, to, to, to calm down, calm down, Ben. Relax. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, back pocket memory, in case you want to download any of that stuff, that's where you can find them. But Kevin, you know, we start with just what we saw on Saturday night. What did Bradford Jamison prove or disprove uh, in that game against uh, Sporting Kansas City? Well, I think he proved that he proved that he's a great talent for one thing. Uh, and he's really fast too. I think he may be the fastest uh, player in MLS. It's hard to tell after one game, but he was. I thought he was very impressive. Yeah, he, he seemed to uh, he seemed to adapt well. Adam, you know, we we go to you. You've seen Bradford sort of start this rise and continue on. What have you seen from him so far that you like? What did you not like? Um, you know, what, what what ceiling does this kid have? I mean this. This kid's considered one of the best products in the LA Galaxy Academy, one of the best products they have ever produced. And you're talking about a group that's produced players, you know, like Paul Ariola, Jose Villarreal, some real talent. But they really believe in Bradford's ability. You know, he's a smart player. He's very fast. And he has all those kind of physical tools you'd want to see. But, you know, he's still very, very young. You know, he only had one very good game. We still have to see how he grows and develops over time. Yeah, I mean that sort of is the is the knock, but also probably the the biggest advantage to him right now, Kevin, is his age. Does he seem like he's a 17, 18 year old kid? 
No, he doesn't seem like that at all. And, and Adam's right. It's only one game. And, you know, he had played 23 minutes in MLS before Saturday, uh, two games last season. He played four times that much, if you include stoppage time uh, on Saturday. So it's a, it's a really small sample size. But there's certain things that he did. You know, everyone says all the time, you can't teach speed. He was extremely fast. That that made him dangerous. There was there was one time when a defender, I think it was Matt Bezler, just decided he wasn't going to be able to run with him anymore and just threw him a body block just yeah. to stop him. Um, and that was kind of an amazing uh, a play. But uh, you know, he gave he gave uh, Kansas City fits. They didn't really know what to do with him. The speed's a little bit of a drawback, though. There was one play um, that we talked about. You and I talked about after the game where he was coming up the middle, mm-hmm. and he was so fast, he actually had to slow down so they wouldn't be offside. He was just blowing past people, and, and I thought that was a smart play. He knew what to do. He knew how to do it. He's probably been in that situation before, but rather than just try to show off and, and run around the field, uh, you know, helter-skelter, he knew what he was doing, and I thought that was a really smart play, and I, I thought that it showed that he was, as you said, mature beyond his age. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting question. Um, you know, Adam, as you look at his character and how he develops, I mean, you, you look at just the head on his shoulders. And for most kids, I think that coming into the Sporting Kansas City game um, and, and, and being offered that starting spot maybe would have put him in a lot of nerves. But what did he tell you um, that he was doing before this game, Adam? You know, I think we have to go back. And he's a very smart kid. Uh, he's very, very mature. You know, he comes from a good family. You know, his, his family upbringing, it's very important to him. But he's that kind of kid that is relaxed. He's not, you know, a bundle of nerves. And, you know, I asked him after the game what he was doing before because you hear stories from players and they're saying, you know, they're a little bit worried. You know, they're mm-hmm. trying to keep things normal. This kid was, to use the old sports cliche, cool as the other side of the, the pillow. We're just watching Netflix, American Dad. Barbershop to real American classics, relaxing and getting ready to go up against Matt Beasler, a U.S. international. So that's a real key part of who he is. You know, that's just mm-hmm. easy. That's what we were saying right after the game. You know, that's just something that he does. He's that kind of relaxed kid. He's willing to try to score on a back heel right in front of goal. He's willing to take on a player like Matt Beasler, and he's the type of kid who just relaxes and kind of gets in his gets in his way, gets in his rhythm, and prepares for games. That's something you like to see. That kind of maturity goes a long way in the sport. Kevin, is this the start of something? I you could ju- add to that. Yeah, go ahead. If I could add to that for just a second. I, I, as you said, I talked to him after the game, and I've talked to a lot of young players. I've had the uh, you know, um, honor to talk to a lot of young players when they start their career and have their first game, guys like even Mike Trout and Clayton Kershaw. The thing that, and, and a lot of them say, just happy to be here, getting my feet wet. They, they, they're almost too humble. Bradford was not uh, bragging. He was not, uh, he was not arrogant, but he was very confident. He said, mm-hmm. you know what? It didn't surprise me at all. I worked my whole life to get here. I finally got here. I knew I could do this. It didn't surprise me. And, it, it, again, it didn't come off cocky. It came off as just not, not a big surprise to me. This is what I've always wanted to do. I've visualized myself doing it, and I think Adam's right. He was, he was very relaxed. And one thing that really gets me about watching him play is he looks like Jesse's artist's mini-me. I mean, they, they look exactly the same. They, they play the same kind of game, down to the haircut and yes. the dye in the middle. Um, and when they had a chance, the last 20 minutes of that game, when they had a chance to play side-by-side side a little bit, you know, I think there's some real chemistry there. I know Robbie Keane is going to be here for a while, but, it, you know, I, I think those two are going to really hit it off. 
Adam, where where is BJ's primary position? I know we've seen him as a striker. We've seen him out wide as a midfielder. Um, where do you think he fits in best, and where do you think Bruce will play him? 100%. I think that he is best suited to play out wide. You know, he's played up top for, for club and country, and yes, he has a nose for goal, but you want to utilize that speed. You know, he's getting better as a crosser of the ball. You know, he still has to get better with his sort of handling defensive responsibilities, but I see him as that type of wide player. You know, people tried to put Jossie Zardes into, you know, that kind of square peg, and he didn't really fit, but with Bradford, I think that his awareness of the game is just so much higher that he can kind of deal with those sort of responsibilities. And, you know, you're hearing a lot in the press right now saying maybe he should be playing up top, but I think that his best spot is in that midfield. I think that that's where he's going to have the best chance to get minutes because you know, he's not going to take minutes away from Robbie Keane. Right. He's not going to take minutes away from Jossie Zardes. So if he wants to play, he's got to grow up quickly and fit into that spot, you know, like Jose Villarreal did earlier in the season. Right, right. You know, very, very easily, guys, we could have both Jose Villarreal on the left wing, a position that, you know, Bruce has sort of molded him into, and Bradford Jamison fourth on the right wing, uh, a position that Bruce has molded him. You're going to have two young players who have been molded into midfielders who's maybe better position, maybe is up top. So, I mean, it's interesting just to see what you have to do in order to get playing time on the LA Galaxy roster. Uh, Kevin, do you think this is a new page for the LA Galaxy? I mean, we talk about Bradford being young, but by international standards, 17-18 isn't that young for an up-and-coming player. It's usually the time they start making these appearances. Right, and this guy's been around the Galaxy now for uh, over a year and a half, so... Um, he's young, his age is young, but I think his experience is quite high. I, I agree with Adam. You know, I think to use that speed, he, he is best to play wide. And remember, he's 6'1", 165, and he looks a lot thinner. Mm-hmm. Um, when you kind of get in the middle, the, there's a lot of banging that goes on. I do think he's probably going to be better uh, on the outside. But, but no, you know, he's a young, again, a young age, but very high, very high soccer IQ, uh, been around, very confident. And, you know, a lot of times with young players, it's uh, people keep waiting for something. He needs a little more seasoning. He Mm -hmm. needs this. He needs that. And then they throw him on the field and he performs like like Bradford did on Saturday. Um, Again, one game, small sample size. He's going to make mistakes. But he he doesn't look like he needs a whole lot more seasoning after one game. Uh, He looked like he has everything that he needs. The the you know, again the IQ, um, the maturity, uh, certainly the athletic talent. Um, we've seen guys come and go though. Remember Edson Buttle had that great season and then kind of faded a little bit. Mike McGee played well at times, faded a little bit. You know, went on to win an MVP. You really can't criticize Mike McGee too much. But it, you get all excited about guys after one or two games or even half a season, and it, they find it very hard to live up to those expectations. So we got to go slow with this guy, but. He certainly showed that he has everything it takes. Adam, is it about consistency at this point? Is that what Bruce is going to demand? Yeah, I mean, that's what Bruce demands of any player, Robbie Keane or Bradford Jamison the fourth. He wants consistency. He wants to see someone continuing to move forward. The good part about Bradford is that he's going to see minutes with the first team or with the second team. And mm-hmm. that is where his rise is so important because he really is that first product to come from getting extended minutes with Galaxy 2 and possibly evolving into something of true value uh, with the first team. You're also seeing a guy like Rafael Garcia do the same thing, but he's that product. He's that guy who could make that leap from the second team to the first team, and he's going to have to show over the course of a season, but I think that he's going to be in contention. He was somebody 
during the preseason that I thought, you know, should possibly be starting out wide because he had a very good preseason, a good time with the U.S. U-20s as well. So I think he's going to be he's going to be in contention for the rest of the season. Kevin, do you worry at all? He has been already pulled in a couple directions as far as you know going to the U-20s. Um, you know, this time it seems like Bruce and and uh, U-20 head coach Tab uh, Ramos have have sort of come together and decided that if BJ is going to get playing time on the Galaxy, it's good for him to stay there. So that's good information and, and good to know. But do you worry about him being pulled in too many directions at this young age? Um, you worried about that a little bit, but again, his maturity and, and, and his confidence are so high. I talked to Jose Villarreal about that today. He'll be playing for the U23 mm-hmm. U.S. national team on Wednesday against Mexico. And, and the same with Oscar Sordo. They both said, look, this is what we signed up for. You know, we know we're going to be playing a lot of games for the Galaxy, a lot of games for the national team. The Gold Cup's coming up. Maybe those guys could be in the mix for that. Uh, this is what we want to do. And um, they all make a point of getting on the same page with the coaches to make sure that they – uh, the coaches know what they're going to be doing. You know, they both have expectations, both the player and coach, make sure they're all on the same page. I think Bradford's smart enough to do that. I mean, this is a guy that back from his days, you know, on travel teams and stuff was, was playing for a number of different coaches all at the same time with different expectations. And I think he's kind of used to that. Right. Um, and, and you know what, he's going to get different playing time at different, uh, you know, at different positions. Probably. I, I think this actually helps everybody. It helps Tab Ramos see him do some different things. It helps Bruce Arena see him do some different things. And, and he's doing it at a time when he's young enough and malleable enough that he can make those changes. Well, Kevin, uh, your Twitter handle is at KBaxter11. Did I get that right? That is correct. All right. So if you want to follow Kevin, it's at K Baxter. Before I let you go, I want to ask you a final question. Where is the ceiling for BJ? Um, where where do you think uh, he ends up? Are we seeing something special here? I, I think the potential is there. I'm going to continue to go back to uh, what Adam said about, you know, it's a small sample size. Right. He played one game. Um, and But I, I think we can drop the fourth, by the way. I don't think there's any Bradford Jameson the third like his dad. I don't think we're going to get them confused. So I, I'm just going with Bradford Jameson. But um, – when you look no, at no, the no, you phys- go the <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the physical tools and again the speed and then the ability to use that speed, and I was so impressed on that one breakaway when he slowed up right. um, to, to to let the defenders catch him. I just thought that was such an important moment uh, to see that he was aware of what was going on and kept his head in the game. So you know he certainly has what it takes. Right. Um, can he do it for more than ninety minutes? We won't know that until he plays his ninety-first minute. So we'll find out soon. Very good. All right, Kevin. Well, as always, we certainly appreciate you stopping by, and please uh, make sure to come on again. And uh, and I'm sure we'll be seeing you at the game. Thanks a lot for the call. All right. All right. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Whenever I get back, it's going to be me and LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano. We'll talk just a little bit more about Bradford James in the fourth. Maybe just talk just a touch about the LA Galaxy coming up against New York. Obviously, we'll have another show coming up later in the week that we'll discuss that. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. We'll be right back. They've never taken a photo with A.J. De La Garza and therefore can never be traded. 
please welcome back Corner of the Galaxy. Welcome back to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Josh Kessman, Mr. LA Galaxy Insider, Adam Serrano. Great having Kevin Baxter joining us again. Um, a guy who, by the way, probably wasn't the biggest soccer guy ever, Adam, but um, has certainly turned into a fan of the game and likes to write about it at the LA Times. So I'm, I'm happy that he's there. And by the way, he uses a mouse, Adam, that, that is a Mexico mouse. Have you seen that? I mean, he uses a mouse. What's he, up with that? He does. I don't even have a mouse. He, I haven't had a mouse in, I think, the entire Obama presidency. So, uh, I mean... I, I was going to say that's pro- that's probably a correct statement. I didn't. I never realized, but yes, he has a mouse. It has a Mexican flag on it, and I think it's a Mexican soccer mouse. It's great, great. Love it, but love having Kevin on. Really good stuff. Back to uh, Bradford Jameson the fourth. Um, a kid you and I, I think, have both been pretty high on. Um, we covered a lot in the, you know, in, in that first segment. It's more just uh, you know impressions and and what you get from the kid whenever you talk to him and. I, I don't know. For me, it's also whenever I get to talk to his family. Everybody's really grounded. Everybody sort of understands what his goal is and how he wants to succeed at doing that. But I don't feel like he's one of these kids whose family, like, you know, made him play soccer and makes him do all this thing. I think he really does it because he loves it and he has that support behind him. Yeah, you know, shout out to all the other Bradford Jamisons out there. Um, all four of you. I think that, you know, the, uh, the, the Jameson family does, does things the right way and they always have. And, you know, they keep their, their son grounded, you know, his, his, um, his father, his mother, Danica, you know, they do what they have to do to create, you know, a real human being. You know, you don't necessarily see people acting that way when they're professional athletes, especially getting something so much so soon. Yes. But with Bradford, you know, it's all kind of come together. And I think that that upbringing has really helped him and helps him, you know, deal with the rigors of being a professional athlete. You know, he's only going to be tested even further as this goes along. So uh, I think it's really going to help him as he goes forward. Yeah, if you haven't gotten a chance to watch the um, the Backstage Galaxy special on Bradford Jameson and, and sort of see his family and the interaction that he has within his family, uh, you know, that sort of explains him a lot better. And I, I'll, I'll shout out to, to Danica Jameson, who's one of my good Twitter friends, um, always talking to, uh, to the podcast here. Um, she seems like she has him, um, you know, grounded. Um, he's very respectful whenever he talks to people. And like you said, Adam, whenever you get something so young, there's a lot of professional athletes who don't know how to handle that, and that's not Bradford Jameson. So um, it, it's good to see him. Now, from his playing style, I mean, yeah, we saw him play for 90 minutes, and maybe Sporting Kansas City didn't have a chance to scout him because they haven't seen him that much. But, I mean, Adam, do you think even if they had a chance to scout him all that much, they would be able to handle him um, in the performance that he put in on Saturday night, those 90 minutes? I mean, he scored an assist against them last year. I mean, that's, that's yep. really not an excuse. Um, but I really think that Bradford, Jameson IV, has that ability to become a very good American soccer player. And when I say that, you know, I think that you're talking about someone who can not only put in a very, very strong shift for the LA Galaxy, somebody that I think that can help them win championships, but, you know, also possibly make that next step and maybe going to Europe one day. I think that he has that skill set. He has that intelligence and he has, you know, that natural athletic ability that you want from an American soccer player. So all of that, when you put it all together, it's only going to make him better. And I think that when I have conversations with top brass with the galaxy, you know, be it a Chris Klein, be it a Jovan Karofsky, a Pete Vahinas, they all talk 
the world of Bradford Jamison the fourth, and they think that he's on another level and he's someone that can really help this team moving forward. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see. Do you think maybe we see uh, Bradford Jamison coming up on the, the game on Sunday, April 26, 2 p.m. Pacific time, against the New York Red Bulls? Do you think maybe, possibly, perhaps, Bradford Jamison gets some more time in that game, Adam? I think that he might certainly be up for contention uh, out wide, just seeing, you know, Jose Villarreal is likely going to play for the USC 23s against Mexico. You never know if you want to give him another game. Right. Or maybe you want to go with an experienced player like Bajer Hussic. I don't think he's going to start up, up top. I think that Robbie Keane is going to be back and Josh Zardes is going to be back. But I think that he has that ability to contend for a spot out wide. And, you know, frankly, I'd like to see him run at a team like New York. You know, they're a team that's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I think that with his aggressive style, he could help catch him on the counterattack and maybe lead to a goal and possibly the guy whose first road win since last August. Yeah, and also to break New York's undefeated streak. So it, w- it would really serve two purposes there. Um, you know, I don't want to overstate this, but is it possible that we are seeing a young kid in, in, in BJ um, that – that is on par with some of the legends that we've seen in American soccer? I mean, is there a possibility we could be seeing the, the, the second coming of Landon Donovan? Or is, this, or is that so far out of the realm to even say it right now that it's ridiculous? I mean, it's very early. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. But I'm going to tell you this, and I had this on a good, com- good conversation with the Galaxy Academy brass, talking about the kind of products that they put in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the guy said, what if a guy like Landon Donovan had gone through our academy at 14 years old? How much better could he have been? And you're seeing the academy produce very good players for the first team, for the second team. Now let's see how they grow. Let's see what they have in the pipeline. So whether it's Bradford and he's that second coming, I don't know. But I definitely believe that this academy is going to keep producing real talent, real Southern California talent that is we need the backbone for the U.S. national team, you know, the Galaxy, and possibly teams in Europe for years to come. All right. Well, that sounds good. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Shout out to all the other Bradford Jamesons. <laughs> Shout out to you. all the other Bradford Jamesons. All right. Sounds good. All right. If you're looking for Adam, it's at LA Galaxy Insider on Twitter. And of course, go to LAGalaxy.com forward slash blog for all of Adam's writings. He's following the team 24 7, 365 days a year. He has no other life besides that, so please give him a follow on Twitter and make sure you read his stuff. Uh, if you're looking for me here, it's at Jay Guessman is my personal Twitter, at J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. We are on Periscope. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are everywhere you could possibly find, and we are starting to broadcast live on Twitter the entire show. This was our first one doing it, so head over there, follow us on Periscope as well. All right, the LA Galaxy will face off against the New York Red Bulls ESPN2 ESPN Deportes on Sunday, April 26th at 2 p.m. Pacific time, so make sure you catch out. Red Bulls are undefeated, as we said earlier, so it should be interesting to see. Uh, I think that about does it for LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano. I'm Josh Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. We will catch you next time.